This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Heya, thank you so much for being here and welcome to another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast. I am Gina Visram, and today we are going to address a question that I think it's fair to say is the question that I am asked most as a career coach. Now, truth be told, I'm not necessarily asked the question straight out. The question sometimes appears as imposter syndrome, as doubt, as resistance, as uncertainty, but it is a question that is asked or implied nonetheless. And that is what we are going to be talking about today. What is the question? Should I apply for a job that I am unqualified for? That is what we're going to be talking about today. Should I apply for a job that I am unqualified for? It may seem like there is a straight answer to this, right? Like, on the face of it, um... Well, no, if you're not qualified for a job, it maybe doesn't make sense to apply. But actually, the opposite is true. Unless we're talking about extremes. So, to give you an extreme example, as somebody with a politics, communications, and career coaching background, I would not apply for a role as a doctor right? That would make no sense. Or an architect or an engineer. Now, those are extreme examples, right? Extreme differences. And of course, I do not have the qualifications for those sorts of jobs, so it wouldn't make sense to apply for them. It would be a waste of time for everybody. But here's the thing. Unless you are thinking in extreme examples like that as well, the answer to the question is the opposite. So let's ask the question again. Should I apply for a job I am unqualified for? Trying on for size the different answer? Yes. And I'll say it louder because it's really raining and you might not have heard that. Yes. Yes, you absolutely should apply for a job that you are not 100% qualified for. So there you go, there's the qualifier, and let's talk about why this is the case. When people write job descriptions, it is, you know, usually well considered, of course, and we really should be looking at them closely. I would never suggest dismissing a job description. 
It's important that you look at the competencies, at the person specification, at the tasks involved in the job. These are all absolutely essential to help you decide whether you should apply for a job. However, you do not need to have 100% of the qualifications and the qualities that they need for you to be a really viable candidate for a job. I'm tempted not to say this because all cards on the table, real talk, that's very much how I operate here at Dive Into Your Career. I wouldn't want anybody to see this as a positive example, but it is an extreme one, so I'm going to use it. You only need to see and acknowledge the fact that in 2016, Donald Trump was elected to be president of the United States as somebody who was wildly unqualified for the job. And he got it. And don't we all know it, right? This many years later. So, you know, I say that with a bit of levity. I hope levity because, you know, bring on the change, bring on the change. But it, it's a good example though, isn't it? Like I said, I'm not encouraging you to, to use this person as an example, but, but it's a good example of what's possible, put it that way. So let's bring it back to the real world and your world and actual sanity and your excitement about a job that you, a job description that you have seen and you think, I could totally do that job. I love the look of this, but I do not meet all of the criteria. If that is you, apply, 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 apply. Have I made it clear that you should apply? <laughs> because ultimately, because people work with people. Enthusiasm goes a long way. And if you are really keen to do a role and you have some evidence that you would be able to do the role, then it absolutely makes sense to apply. Now, I don't think I need to give you any major disclaimers. It is about having some amount of consideration and respect for what is asked. If they say that they want eight years for something, then it doesn't make sense to apply if you have one year, right? So again, it's about minimizing those extremes. But if they want six years and you have four years, that is not a reason not to apply. Does that make sense? So that's the lens with which to look at the opportunities that you are considering. You are only 100% guaranteed not to get the job if you don't apply. So why not throw your hat in the ring if there's a chance? Now we started talking about job descriptions and I want to share an anecdote and it is just an anecdote because I cannot remember the details. But on LinkedIn, sometime recently, I saw a comment 
from a man who had created a piece of tech. So a, a, a type of software, actually. And I, I think I'm describing this correctly. Now, he saw a job description and it said that it wanted the person to have, the, you know, the, the candidate to have four years of experience using this particular software. The guy who created it said, ah, that's interesting. I wouldn't be qualified for that because the software was only created 18 months ago. So I wouldn't even have that amount of experience using it. And this is to show that while those who write job descriptions, as I said, are normally very well considered, very well intended, and normally really do a great job, I like to think, or sometimes really do a great job, let me be overly generous. Sometimes the desires are overinflated. And if you can come into things reflecting the competencies, reflecting that you're really aware of the tasks and really put together a quality application, then I encourage you, and I'll say it again, apply, apply, apply. So that's really what I wanted to come on here and talk to you about today, because as I said, I feel like I'm asked that question a lot, even though it's not positioned as the question, should I apply for a job that I am un or underqualified for? It manifests in so many different ways. So this is a bit of a rallying cry to know yourself and know your abilities and know your skills. And if you need to borrow my belief, the belief that I have in you, then do that. Do that. Use the borrowed belief. Because I strongly suspect that you can do it. And at the very least, I recommend that you at least give it a try because you lose nothing by giving it a go. Now, many of the most desirable places to work, I would say, uh, I was speaking to a student recently who is interested in working for Google, another who's interested in working for the United Nations. And again, they, these students asked this same question in a roundabout way. And my answer to them, unsurprisingly, is very much what I'm telling you here today. Throw your hat in the ring, right? Google is an organization that I think has at least seven rounds of interviews, right? The UN has a process where certainly, you know, some candidates get put into a pool of, of candidates and for some organizations, it is not instant access, right? Even if you are potentially a really desirable candidate. So why would you not apply? See how far along you get. Now, of course, if you get the job, that is amazing. But if you don't, and you get to stage two or three of the Google interview process, right? Or you get to do the online tests that the United Nations requires you to do. Why would you not do that and get the experience? And even if you don't get in that time, 
how much more do you know now than you would have known if you hadn't given it a shot? So, you know, I hope that I am really selling this to you, that it absolutely is best to go for it. You know, to go for it, to really put some massive effort into your application and of course building your networks and all of those other related things, but really go for it. If you are applying for jobs in this time as a student and goodness knows at the time of recording, it is such an interesting slash challenging time to be securing an opportunity, but there are opportunities out there. And if you are in the process of applying and you are working on your LinkedIn, your cover letter, your CV, and if you would like some support, if you think that I can be helpful for you, then definitely get in touch. One of the things that I am looking to do imminently is a mini workshop about cover letters. And that's because I feel like I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And if you would like to write your next cover letter in a fun setting where we're really getting it done and there's some co-creation and you come away from a 90 minute session with something that you're really proud of and that really reflects you, then do get in touch. Get in touch with me via the socials. Uh, send me a message on LinkedIn. And of course, if you join the mailing list, then you will hear about these opportunities as well. So let me know if that's something that you would like to be involved with. Okay, apply, get out there, find jobs that you're excited about. And everybody becomes happy as part of the process. Human resources and the organization is thrilled to have people that are so enthused about their organization and their role. And you, yes, you are on your way to a role that you are truly, truly excited about. I am excited for you. Take care, stay safe, take it easy. And I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.